Once you escape and avoid time traps, replace all that gained time with meaningful things. Opportuno, episode 25, Time Traps. What do you consider to be a time trap? Definition of time by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary reads as follows. The measured or measurable period during which an action Process or condition exists or continues. Duration. End of quote. Did you ever hear anyone use the phrase here for the duration? Many times when in time of war, you will hear something like, we are here for the duration. According to thefreedictionary.com, the definition of duration is as follows. For the whole time that something continues. For the entire period of time required for something to be completed. For as long as something takes. We are in this war for the duration. However long it takes. We'll wait. We are here for the duration. End of quote. Many lack the resolve to work toward a specific goal for the duration. In other words, many people will not work toward a goal for the entire period of time required for that goal to be completed. Working on a specific goal for the duration can be sabotaged by time traps. The definition of the word trap in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary reads as follows. Any of various devices for preventing passage of something, often while allowing other matter to proceed. End of quote. What various devices in your life that could be your time traps preventing you from realizing your goals, dreams, hopes, and aspirations? Common time traps are Procrastination, thinking you will always have enough time later. Lack of planning or improper planning, leaving you with no sense of direction for forward movement. Smartphones becoming addictive and habitual, wasting time on social media, text, and constantly checking email. Computer use over and above simply being productive, like web surfing, playing games, etc. Television. Simply zoning out in front of the TV for hours on end as a way to escape reality. With people on average In the United States, as of the year 
2017, spending three hours, 58 minutes every day just watching television. And there are hundreds of other time traps not named here that we all face in our lives. Being out of balance by spending too much on unimportant things robs you of the time needed to spend on important things. In order to avoid time traps, it is important to have a clear understanding of what time traps are so you can avoid them. In the context of this podcast, a time trap would be anything that consumes your time that postpones activities required to fulfill your goals, hopes, dreams, and aspirations. If ever in doubt, if something you are doing is a time trap, just ask yourself, will this activity I am spending time on delay scheduled forward progress of my goals? Notice this question about time traps states, delay scheduled forward progress and assumes you have a scheduled plan of action and the activity you are spending time on delays the schedule you have planned out. In life, it is just as important to schedule fun, friends, family, and alone time as it is to schedule work time. Bottom line, you should have a plan and schedule action steps in your plan and anything that interferes with your scheduled action steps in your plan can be considered a time trap. I believe that consistent small steps leads to big things and taking small steps, provided they are consistent steps will allow you to reach goals while still providing time to stop and smell the roses along the way. Scheduling your plan using consistent small steps will still allow ample time for fun, friends, family, and alone time. Great advice even though written about 4,400 years ago, was given to us by the Egyptian Pisipata, spelled P-T-A-H hyphen H-O-T-E-P, who was the vizier, that's spelled V-I-Z-I-E-R, of ancient Egypt from late 2500 B.C to early 2400 B.C. At that time in history, a vizier held the second highest office in ancient Egypt, serving directly under Pharaoh, who was the equivalent of the king of Egypt. In the literary composition referred to as the Maxims of Pisipatah, containing Egyptian Wisdom, Pisipata writes the following. So also in life, by diversity of aim, 
alternating work and play. Happiness is secured. End of quote. Then, as now, it is very important to have a balance in life of both work and play. And, with all this talk about time traps, we must all remember that there is a danger of being so time efficient that you fail to take time for the most important things in life. I purchased a plaque in a thrift store entitled Take Time by an unknown author, which reads as follows. Take time to think. It is the source of power. Take time to read. It is the foundation of wisdom. Take time to play. It is the secret of staying young. Take time to be quiet. It is the opportunity to seek God. Take time to be aware. It is the opportunity to help others. Take time to love and be loved. It is God's greatest gift. Take time to laugh. It is the music of the soul. Take time to be friendly. It is the road to happiness. Take time to dream. It is what the future is made of. Take time to pray. It is the greatest power on earth. End of quote. A link to a photo of this plaque with this take time advice written by author unknown will be in the show notes for this podcast. One of the time traps I listed was the smartphone. The first smartphone, known as IBM Simon, similar what we know as a smartphone today was developed by Francis James Canova Jr. back in 1992 while he was at IBM. The term smartphone was first used in 1993. In 2007, Apple introduced the iPhone, which propelled the smartphone revolution forward. Now, the main operating systems for a smartphone would be Apple OS or Android. This year, the year 2020, is estimated there are 3.5 billion smartphones in the world, which is amazing considering there are only about 7.7 billion people in the world, meaning that about 45.4% of the world's population has a smartphone. There has been suggestions that smartphones will be used by world governments to track people, verify ID, make payments, etc. I saw a bumper sticker which read, I'd love my dumb phone. 
I have a flip phone that could be referred to as a dumb phone. The battery lasts for days. The rates are very reasonable. It has a speakerphone and Bluetooth if Bluetooth needed. and costs me only about $40 each year on my pay-by-the-minute plan. I, too, love my dumb phone and much prefer it to a smartphone as my go-to phone. Smartphones are great for practical uses, such as Google Maps for directions, calculator, quick look at online information, such as location and hours of a place of business, great apps for practical purposes, listening to podcasts, etc. Where the problem comes is when the smartphone becomes an addiction to social media, internet, texting, constant email checking, etc. Once you get away from your smartphone and the leash you are tied to because of constantly using your smartphone, you will feel free and unleashed from your smartphone. Remember in the old movies when the phone rang? It was an important event and the phone would always be answered. Now, it is almost a nuisance to get a phone call as many phone calls are nuisance calls. Your phone is for your convenience and not for everyone else's convenience. It is especially hard on parents when their children have smartphones that allows them to access and be accessed by the entire world without a parent's knowledge or consent. Being ruled and controlled by your smartphone, whether by perceived necessity or by habit, will rob you of time that can be better spent elsewhere. Time spent using smartphones exceeds time spent using desktops. As of last year, 2019, average time people spent on a desktop was 128 minutes each day, and average time people spent using a smartphone was 203 minutes a day. I find it hard to believe that anyone can spend 203 minutes a day on a smartphone doing necessary, productive things. Let's say you take an average smartphone user using a smartphone 203 minutes a day, and you want to know how many full 24-hour days out of each year they spent using a smartphone. Let's do the math. 203 minutes divided by 1,440 minutes in a day equals 14.0972% of a day. And 365 days in a year multiplied by 14.0972% equals 51.45 days spent 
every year just using your smartphone. Smartphone usage has been proved to be highly addictive. In fact, there are many apps you can purchase that will curb your use of an addiction to smartphone usage. When using a smartphone, you are just skimming bits and pieces of data, never focused on one thing for long. You need downtime, non-digital interacting time, to get things accomplished, to come up with ideas, and allow you to focus entirely on a given project or subject. Consider your computer and smartphone a collection of tools to use and not an entertainment center and social gathering hub. A tool on your computer or smartphone will make you more productive, but using your computer and smartphone for entertainment and for social media will, for the most part, be a time trap. Once you adopt a mindset that your computer or smartphone is just a collection of tools for your benefit and not for the benefit of the world trying to influence you, monitor and track you, then you will not be wasting time on social media, news, and entertainment. Limit your checking of email and text to once or twice daily. Also, turn off notifications as much as possible. You might even consider getting a dumb phone for phone calls and only turn on your smartphone when you need specific tools and apps only a smartphone can provide. Personally, having a dumb phone so I can be readily connected with friends and family if needed, and only using a smartphone for the tools and apps that are useful has been a great decision for me. My smartphone bill is less than $14 monthly, as I use very little data and use mostly Wi-Fi for smartphone, rather than bandwidth, and my dumb phone is $10 every three months for 200 minutes, totaling $40 annually. I rarely use that many minutes, and my minutes roll over. My smartphone carrier is Republic Wireless, accessible from republicwireless.com, and the carrier for my dumb phone, which is a flip phone by LG, having the model number LG B as in boy, 470, that's LG B470, is H2O Wireless, available at h2owireless.com. You can do a search on Amazon or eBay for LG B470 AT&T to locate this flip phone for sale. I noticed that H2O Wireless also had affordable smartphone plans as well. If you would like to have your smartphone and dumb phone both at the same phone provider, 
Another recommendation I would make for you is have one phone number you share with everybody and another phone number you only provide to close friends and family. In my case, only close friends and family have my dumb phone number and my office number is shared with everyone. Many phone services such as Google Voice have ways to transfer a phone number to another phone number so that you can receive calls forwarded from another number on to your private phone. Also, highly recommended if you have Wi-Fi is a phone service I have used for years called Magic Jack, available from magicjack.com. Rates for Magic Jack are very reasonable with many features such as call screening, call forwarding, voicemail going to your email, etc. I used to be bothered a lot with robocalls, and once I used Magic Jack's call screening service, thankfully, the only calls I get on my Magic Jack phone line are legitimate calls. You simply plug the Magic Jack device into your router, then plug in a wireless or wired phone into the device, and you have phone service. If you buy a cordless phone with multiple handsets, simply plug the base unit into the Magic Jack device at your router. Then you can have multiple handsets in many different locations. Another solution is to just have an Android or Apple tablet and just don't have a smartphone. A smartphone is just like a tablet, except that you have the additional ability to make phone calls wirelessly without Wi-Fi. You can connect to Wi-Fi on your tablet, and for Google Maps, you can download the maps to your tablet while online. Then when offline, your tablet can provide online travel directions using GPS. That way, you avoid a monthly smartphone bill and get all the benefits of a smartphone while connected to the internet and have the benefits of using your tablet as a GPS while traveling. Google also offers a free phone number called Google Voice. You can use direct from your tablet or computer. To sign up for a free Google phone number for your computer or tablet, go to the URL voice.google.com. A friend of mine living alone has predetermined times to video chat with his family. Setting predetermined times and dates to video chat will ensure that both parties are available to video chat. By setting appointments to communicate online with friends, family, and associates will keep you from being on call to talk or video chat on someone else's timetable. If you have friends, family, or associates you enjoy 
or need to communicate with regularly, why not try setting up routine, regular, predetermined times and dates to communicate with each other? For family and close friends, these routine, scheduled video chat or phone calls will be something that will be looked forward to without the rushed feeling of being called unannounced or feeling like you have to have a phone close by as you never know when that special someone might decide to call. To test if you might be addicted to your smartphone or computer, try going a full 24-hour day without using your smartphone or computer and see if you have withdrawals. One of the greatest inventors of all time, Alexander Graham Bell, inventor of many wonderful inventions, including inventing the first practical telephone in the year 1876, said the following. Concentrate all your thoughts upon the work at hand. The sun's rays do not burn until brought to focus. End of quote. Constant habitual use of a smartphone, accessing bits and pieces of random information is no way to take Alexander Graham Bell's advice, which is to concentrate all your thoughts upon the work at hand. Life is so full of distractions. It seems unwise to add another distraction into your life, such as constant use of a smartphone. In previous podcasts, I have recommended several times the use of a mind map. Yes, once you get into the zone, focused on the task at hand, there will invariably be distractions. Your help to get back on track after distractions happen is to just start on the next task already written down in a mind map where you have previously outlined your project. Sort of like advice you might expect to hear from a cowboy is if you get bucked off your horse, then you get back on. That is a way of looking at a written down plan of action whether it be a mind map, project planning software, or just written out on a list on a sheet of paper. Should you get distracted and get off task, then having a written out plan allows you to easily get back on task, just like getting back on a horse when getting bucked off once the distraction is over. Episode 2 of the Opportuno podcast entitled How to Plan and Achieve Goals talks about mind maps and other software to help you plan and stay on track. If you haven't already, I would recommend you download the free or paid version of Simple Mind Mind Map from simplemind.eu and learn to mind map. In Simple Mind mind mapping software, when you open a new mind map, 
You can choose to start with a blank mind map or a mind map already laid out. The names of the pre-designed mind maps will give you an idea of what you can accomplish using a mind map. Some of the mind map templates provided are named Timeline, To-Do, Meeting, Week Planner, Month Planner, and Flowchart. For just basic getting things done with checklist and progress indicators, I suggest you try the Simple Mind Mind Map template entitled To-Do. To avoid falling into a time trap, you need to stay on the right path. You can stay on the right path by having a plan to follow using a mind map, project planning software, or just a written out list. Once you get distracted and get off the path toward your destination, referring to your plan outlined in your mind map, project planning software, or written out list, will put you back on the path to continue moving forward toward your goal. Once you escape and avoid time traps, replace all that gained time with meaningful things, like spending time with friends, family and associates, enjoying outdoor activities, reading books, working on your plans, meal preparation, spending time on your hobby, etc. Also, people that have fallen into a time trap of television, smartphones, etc. tend to take shortcuts on meal preparation and rarely dine together as family or friends without the distractions of television and smartphones. If you haven't already, please listen to episode 23 of the Opportuno podcast entitled Eat, Drink, and Be Happy, stressing the importance of shared meal preparation and mealtime with family or friends. You will begin to be thankful for eliminating time traps once you use your time gained with more meaningful and productive pursuits. A Pew, spelled P-E-W, research center survey that was conducted in the year 2019 found that only 27% of people surveyed had read a book in the last 12 months. Ten years ago, only 19% of people surveyed had read a book in the last 12 months. Ever hear the expression, if you want to hide something, hide it in a book because no one reads books anymore. There is a wealth of wisdom and knowledge that can be obtained from books. I am always amazed how people become great at what they want to achieve, not through organized higher levels of education, but simply learning from books. In this digital age, books are slowly disappearing from public 
consciousness and use. Some encyclopedias, like Encyclopedia Britannica, no longer offer printed versions. The Encyclopedia Britannica was first printed in the year 1768, with its last printed version printed in the year 2010. I was pleased to find out that the World Book Encyclopedia, available at their website, www.worldbook.com, still publishes an encyclopedia and has done so since the year 1917. One of my cousins, during his childhood and young adult years, lived in a foreign land. Both of his parents were missionaries. There was no television and very few books. However, there was a complete set of encyclopedia books in their home, which he read often, not reading just for reference, but reading the entire encyclopedia as you would enjoy reading a good book. By thoroughly reading and learning the encyclopedia, he became very knowledgeable on many subjects and was considered to be very intelligent. If you have young children, a wonderful asset for your family would be a complete set of encyclopedia books placed within easy access of the entire family. There's something special about learning from or enjoying a book that I do not believe digital media will ever replace. Perhaps it is a push-button mindset when working with digital media that here is a button to push, something to click on, or something else to see on the digital media. With a book, it is just you and a book, a tangible resource made from a tree. No batteries, no breakdowns, just a dependable book full of knowledge and adventure. With the time gained from escaping from your time traps, I suggest you obtain books that are in alignment with your goals, projects, dreams, hopes, and aspirations, and make a point to read every day. Another quote by Alexander Graham Bell, enforcing the idea you need to prepare your plan is as follows. Before anything else, preparation is the key to success. End of quote. Once you get released from whatever your time traps are, you will have time to plan your work and work your plan and experience what it feels like to be free. Free to plan, pursue, and focus on your goals, hopes, dreams, and aspirations. In this podcast, I have used several of Alexander Graham Bell's quotes. Alexander Graham Bell worked on hundreds of inventions, starting as a young boy. 
At the age of 12, he invented for farmers a wheat husker that provided a way to remove husk from wheat grain with a device with rotating paddles and nail brushes to greatly speed up removing husk from wheat grain. This should be an example for everyone that even young children can have unique ideas and inventions. At age 16, Alexander Graham Bell started studying the mechanics of speech, which led to many inventions. He is most known for inventing the first practical telephone, but he also invented several other devices related to sound, such as the photophone, which could transmit speech over a beam of light. He also invented a better phonograph called the graphophone that could not only play sound, but record sound. And he invented an audiometer for detecting problems with hearing and later in life would go on to marry Mabel Gardiner Hubbard, who at the age of five had lost all her hearing from scarlet fever. Some have speculated many of his inventions were to try and restore his wife's hearing. Alexander Graham Bell also worked on methods of teaching speech to the deaf and worked with Helen Keller, a lady that was deaf and brought much help and attention to people that were deaf. Some of his other inventions you might not know he invented is the metal detector and the hydrofoil as well as a hydrofoil boat. Alexander Graham Bell also had a partner and assistant named Thomas Watson, helping him with the invention of the telephone. It was Thomas Watson who was on the other end of the phone in the year 1876 for the first phone call across the United States when Alexander Graham Bell spoke on the phone to Thomas Watson in the next room these words. Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you. End of quote. Later, in the year 1915, it was also Thomas Watson who spoke on the first call across the United States, talking to Alexander Graham Bell in New York City while Thomas Watson was in San Francisco. It is a wonderful thing when two people, such as Alexander Graham Bell and Thomas Watson, with common goals, dreams, and aspirations, can work closely together on a project. Two people working together on the same project can usually accomplish more than the same two people working separately on that same project. I believe this is due in part that each person will be an encouragement to the other, as well as it is like working in a think 
tank environment where once thought an idea will trigger a thought or idea in the other person, as well as, of course, we are all unique and have different ways and approaches to accomplish things. Partnerships rarely gel perfectly, but when two or more people can work together in sync and respectfully, big projects can be accomplished. To emphasize my belief that I have mentioned several times in my podcast that the fun is in the journey, this is another quote by Alexander Graham Bell, which reads as follows. The achievement of one goal should be the starting point of another. End of quote. If Alexander Graham Bell got stuck in time traps and could not stay focused on his projects and inventions, we might not have had a telephone as well as all the other inventions he thought of. A meaningful Chinese proverb reads as follows. An inch of time is an inch of gold, but you can't buy that inch of time with an inch of gold. End of quote. My wish is that we all strive to recognize and escape from time traps that rob us of time. I will close out this podcast with a quote by Theothrastus, spelled T-H-E-O-T-H-R-A-S-T-U-S, a philosopher of ancient Greece in the years 370 B.C. to 285 B.C., who said the following. Time is the most valuable thing a man can spend. That's all for now. Please visit our website, opportuno.org. That's spelled O-P-O-R-T-U-N-O dot O-R-G. Thank you.